Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitry the Best, a conversation with Daisy Wakefield discussing period poverty. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm good. I've just moved into um my new flat in Manchester. Oh, nice. So you know when you're like pottering about, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, new, new flat, new things. So I've just spaces. spent like a monumentous amount of money in like IKEA, really? quality oh, God, save, yeah. just buying stupid shit. It's so dangerous <laughs> going into IKEA, like. I go in for one, mm. like a couple of things come out with like the whole store <laughs> yeah well you have to like pick everything up at the moment as well so oh, do you? you don't get oh, yeah. the luxury oh, yeah. so it's just like online shopping so I guess it's like limited it's like good mm. but also my pride and joy is going in there and actually yeah spending a stupid amount of money and stuff I don't need so yeah good pros like, and cons of that. yeah definitely oh how are you finding covid I have to ask this question as boring as it is <laughs> No, um, it's okay. I mean, yeah, I'm so, so, so done with this lockdown specifically. Mm. Um, I think everyone is, though, to be fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, like this whole, like, 21st of June, clubs open, like, mm. hot girl summer thing. Like, I'm not sure if I believe it. Yeah, I'm trying to like, skip my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just, like, it's as if we've, like, literally just completely forgotten that the government said, like, everyone, you deserve Christmas. And then they literally, mm. like, turned around and was like, sorry no Christmas yeah like, did we just all forget about that like what what's happened mm. um so yeah so if they're saying like oh yeah we're all gonna go to the club like mm. see you there Boris like that's just not gonna happen yeah. I don't think but yeah I don't know I don't want to really yeah, have to God. It, so. mm. I know I was like um oh oh god I've had a brain fart <gasps> this keeps happening at the moment I go to speak and my brain's just like goodbye anyway right <laughs> let's delve in please tell the oh. listeners <laughs> a little bit about yourself yeah so hey everyone um I'm Daisy um my pronouns are she and her um I'm now living in Manchester I'm originally from Worthing which is like a seaside town near Brighton I went to college and like worked and stuff in Brighton but um I would basically define myself probably as like a freelance artist Mm -hmm. bit of a slash campaigner I guess I've done a lot of campaigns and a lot of my artwork is like centered around Mm -hmm. um stuff that I want to campaign about so Mm -hmm. yeah I'd put myself under that umbrella I guess um but like stuff I've done recently I was the artist for um buff condoms to um interviewed Rosie Mm. so that's like one of the most recent commissions I did and like freelance in the freelance world I guess Mm. that's what I've been doing (laughs) Mm, yeah really enjoyed it yeah Mm. it was such a fun project to do as well when Rosie messaged me I was like "Uh, yes (laughs) obviously (laughs) I want to design some condoms (laughs) yeah so what made you move to Manchester so my boyfriend lives here so well I mean he's from here and we we were living in Bristol because we both studied in Bristol Mm -hmm. and the pandemic hit and we couldn't afford to pay our rent in Bristol anymore. Oh. So we moved in with his family for like half a year. And mm. now we've just got a flat, the two of us. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, but I really like Manchester as a place. Um, mm. I guess all those places have some similar vibes, like Bristol, mm. Brighton, Manchester. Yeah, definitely. All very cosmopolitan, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 
how did you find living with his um, family? Because I did it briefly and I found it <laughs> as lovely as my boyfriend's family are. It's very intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, I think in, in a lot of ways it was better than like, for example, living with my parents because I, mm. whenever I, because um, during like the first lockdown, mm. lockdown 1.0, we were actually um, isolating with my family. So we were living okay. with my family for like six weeks so, I mean, he, like, we both had, like, both ends of it. But I feel like when I'm back home for, like, that amount of time, I just regress into, like, teenager Daisy, yeah. which, like, I hate. <laughs> like, I hate, like, turning into being, like, oh, mum, just, like, stop asking me so many questions. Like, oh, go away. <laughs> so I feel like I don't I don't end up being that, like, bratty teenager when I was mm. living with his family. But the downside of that is, like, you kind of – I kind of almost felt like I had to be on, like, some kind yeah. of good form. Can't really relax. Like, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, like I've I've known them for like years, and like they they're very welcoming to me. So it's not as if like they've sprung that on me. It's just mm. like you feel like you don't want to like yeah, be definitely. this like moody bad person, but mm. you kind of inevitably are at some point. Or you're like I don't want to argue in front of them. Yeah, <laughs> but you also are gonna argue with your partner. Mm. It's a trick yeah, problem. definitely it is. Yeah, how how did you find it? Yeah, I we did it. It was lockdown one when lockdown was a novelty, so it was okay. But unfortunately, <laughs> we were in the bedroom and I had to work in the bedroom as well. So, like, I was in this mm. tiny space all the time. And then he was also, I think he was furloughed at the time. So he was on his Xbox on the bed. And then I was just, like, at the end of the bed working. And, oh, my goodness, <laughs> we, we nearly broke yeah. up about 12 times. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, ended, I ended up having to rough. go back home but and isolate from my family for a bit. But, um, yeah. Mm. We tried, but now we've Check ended it, yeah. up living in my, um, my f- parents moved and we live in like my parents' garden in an annex. It's a really weird setup, but we haven't killed each other yet. Just in a tent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so what kickstarted your period poverty campaigning? Like when did it all begin? Yeah. So, I mean, when I did my art foundation, that's mm. kind of when the like light switched, I guess, for me. That's oh. when I first discovered Pink Tax which I mean I guess for anyone that doesn't know about pink tax that's basically like tax pretty much like everywhere across the world where they tax like female orientated products like female razors period products blah 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 but yeah so that was the first time I kind of found out about this and I was like sorry what (laughs) so I kind of (laughs) started making artwork about like how much of a joke it is like I almost did like comedic artwork mm-hmm. about how how this is absolutely like laughable Ridiculous. the fact yeah. that there's there's such a like sex tax and, and then that's mm. kind of how I started um, learning about peer poverty and how like the pink tax directly affects that yeah. I guess um but then in my third year of uni that's kind of when I actually I guess made it a bit more of a like public public yeah. campaign I guess mm-hmm. um and so I in my third year of uni I ran for vice president for my student union thing you know when they do the uni runs but I um my like main like leading campaign for that was to for the uni for the uni to provide free period products in like all toilets like and then basically I didn't win (laughs) so (laughs) I um so like moved on cool never mind but I was still like this is still like a problem like why so I basically took it to my uni and was like hey me again like I know I didn't win but um I still think this is a real problem like do you Mm. think you would still be interested in providing free products they basically just ghosted me 
they like oh. just didn't like they just like passed me on to like another person like oh you need to talk to welfare uh, yeah. and someone else was like yeah you need to talk to finance and just literally ran the oh, circles so I basically was like right okay fuck this I'm gonna yeah. just take some fine hands so for my final degree show because I did an art degree so I basically somehow made it into an art thing oh nice <laughs> so I basically paid products like packaging uh-huh. and then like filled them up with paid products and then distributed them around my university oh wow so I basically so I used like a portion of my own student loan to do that because obviously I had to get the um peer products um and then that was like a whole campaign in itself to be like not only am I making this artwork and Mm -hmm. destigmatizing peer poverty but I'm actually asking the uni to do this like why is a Mm -hmm. student using their student loan to do this when you have so much money like you you buy office chairs like brand Mm. new every year like the amount they get from a student is a joke (laughs) like (laughs) don't oh my god don't (gasps) it it is just crazy and like the stuff like especially the uni I went to like Mm -hmm. they um they just built like a brand new like you know like all glass building Mm. for like the business (laughs) students whatever and it's like that costs millions like Mm. so much money do you not think you could like literally fling like a like a few thousand pounds like Mm. it's not even like a big extortionate thing but yeah so I that was basically the main Mm. period poverty campaign that I did that really was like amazing okay I'm gonna talk about this openly and like on social media the stuff Mm -hmm. I did in my art foundation I didn't really talk about as such Mm -hmm. yeah but out of interest which uni was it just because my sister went there last September poor girl oh yeah she's having like a the worst uni nightlife ever oh god <laughs> I, I feel so sorry for uni like we're all students at the moment but like especially first years but um yeah, yeah. that was University of West of England okay, um nice. I mean at the time this is in Bristol so yeah mm. at the time they were like really pissed off of me they were like you like you've taken this to like BBC News like what the fuck <laughs> like oh god yeah, I saw you... that that was great yeah yeah you got like, piss them off think... for anything to get done yeah com- completely yeah. and also like I gave them a heads up about it I was like oh by the way I'm gonna go on the radio like mm. if you want to give me your statement and like if you want to change your mind like yeah. here's your opportunity but if you don't I'm just gonna like slate yeah. slash you but basically they um in result of it the university now they provide mm. like kind of like welfare like financial hardship packages for people so mm-hmm. people who um are in financial hardships and seek help from the university they can get like endless free period products from them okay. which I mean is obviously good but it's mm. not like the best um yeah. like people who are like who seek help because they're in financial hardships is probably such Mm. a small percentage Mm, of people who are actually in financial hardships Mm. um yeah and the student union provide free period products like period (laughs) 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 oh i know that's amazing um so if Mm. anyone wants like a good definition of what exactly period poverty is what would you say i love (laughs) answering this question anytime it's like asked i just think (laughs) It can, I think it's just, it's something that can really be like misinterpreted maybe. I think mm. because when you think of the word poverty, especially, I think people just really go straight for money, really all mm. that it is. The way that I've like kind of collated over the years, I guess, um, I would define peer poverty as a lack of knowledge or mm-hmm. funds um, to access safe period products. Mm. So 
you might now, you might have money, for example, but you might not have um, menstrual education to know yeah. how to use peer products safely. Um, and then on top of that, you might um, have money or knowledge to use peer products, but you might not necessarily be using them safely or mm. um, using them for the right amount of time. Like there's so, so many elements of that that mean mm-hmm. that you might not be using them safely. Um, yeah. You might have access to them, but that doesn't help you if you don't know how to communicate. Yeah, yeah. Menstrual education mm. is like non-existent, isn't mm. it? Like one lesson we yeah. talk about this with Bloody Honest, Catherine, and like oh, just yeah. a joke. Like I, I don't even remember mine at all. And I knew, yeah. I, I knew I mean, it was I... one lesson and it was very like, bio, like, like ugh, this mm. word clinical biological like, yeah clinical yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will happen I mean, not like oh, was... how do I deal with it <laughs> sorry mm, yeah no I think I was quite lucky I think with I went to an all-girls school which I think at the time I didn't really like register as yeah. being I guess like different but now looking back I like open and honest about talking about periods I guess because mm. that was quite like a common conversation of like um I don't know pe- people being on their yeah, period and being like oh I'm just I'm just feeling a bit emotional or like oh mm. I've just started can you pass me a tampon like it was very like casual Open. conversations yeah yeah but I don't I don't necessarily remember the actual education side of it I just think my surroundings yeah. helped but I mean yeah it like education of it is absolutely terrible or yeah, remember, how they... then oh sorry you go <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say on top of that but then going to an all-girls school the actual like sex education side of it was so weird because I, really? I thought it would be like a lot more like female orientated but mm. they still made us do the whole like condom on a banana thing and mm. all-girls school like what it just yeah. makes no sense like when like never in my life have I had to like put a condom on yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like it can a, be a good thing to guy. learn but I don't think I've ever I think I've done it once and that was because that was really worrying because he didn't know how to put it on I was like oh god mm. <laughs> like yeah. that's even more it's just, mm. it's just like yeah it just seems a very strange thing to be like okay this is like top on the list of what you need to learn yeah it's like oh, what? <laughs> it's like so many other conversations like oh. especially in like a safe environment of like all like women in this mm-hmm. school that we could be having like yeah. why are we not talking about consent and like like, yeah, that could have been a big that should have been a big part but never is but yeah that's such like a safe space for so many women makes no sense mm. to me but hey and how they separate the men like mm. well, men they were little boys from the <laughs> menstrual education like no you don't need to learn no. about that <laughs> at all mm. yeah 100. and then wonder yeah, why that they're grossed it's out so worrying <laughs> yeah mm. or just um yeah completely or it's like it's not like that's not going to help you in future like you mm. will inevitably have like co-workers like partners like whoever you will you'll be surrounded by people who have periods Mm. like why would you not want to learn about that and it's proven it's a benefit for them too because like say if you have a boy and they've grown up with women like around the house like more sisters and their parents then like they're always so much nicer people in general and they've just got more (laughs) empathy like so it is a benefit to learn about these it's just oh yeah could go on for hours about it (laughs) I know literally yeah yeah so this is Definitely. probably quite a big question but what uh, what is still got to be done in terms of period poverty Oof. I mean quite a lot was done last I mean, year I mean yeah 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 I don't want to be like the negative Nelly of it all and be like it's so much to be done but it's still the bare minimum think, <laughs> yeah it, re- it really is the bare minimum mm. I think 
I mean, without sounding too blunt, I think we need to vote the Tories out. <laughs> um, yeah. I think they do like pretty awful stuff. I mean, like when you look at Christ, when you look at like Scotland, like mm. Nicola Sturgeon literally just like slaying peer poverty like left and right, and you're like, <laughs> we've we're literally stuck here. Like um, when it was the whole free period scheme, when they were talking mm-hmm. about whether they were going to keep it running or not. Mm. As a conservative politician, I think her name's Vicky Ford, but she she was in she Parliament. She used to and live he... in my village. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any gossip on her? I wanna... Oh God, she was. She wasn't so a terrible. nice person. <laughs> no, me and um, me and um, bloody honest, Catherine, we were like literally like live chatting to each other while the um, while the um session was going of like in parliament mm. about talking about the um free period campaign and we literally both like were like sorry what like she basically halfway through the thing just said like oh god yes yeah, so like young children like so they need to go to their schools and ask for free period products and we were like how on earth is it like children's responsibility oh. to provide free pe- it was just bonk- like their whole oh, concept of this it's just so far removed but i mean i mean the campaign it's great yeah I mean it's mm-hmm. it's like a great way to start and I think it's really started a conversation for a lot of people mm-hmm. but it is still just very very worrying that it's not only is it compulsory not compulsory sorry it's mm-hmm. wait I'm sorry my words are bleh. no it's, right, it's not mandatory mean. yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah no so the fact that it's not mandatory yet is just very very worrying because it just means that so many schools are now just not signed up to it they, don't push, um, they didn't push it at all, did they? It's just like not at here's all. money, take it if you want. Like, um, yeah, yeah, completely. That's that's like, but that's what I mean by like voting the Tories out. It's like they will do stuff with a bare minimum, and then also do it strategically so that it yeah. basically looks like it's a fail and that they don't need to continue mm. with it. So like, they have no intention to actually just so they can do say this that for... they did try. Ugh. Yeah, completely. So I think yeah, doing that is like definitely definitely what we need to do mm-hmm. I mean what we're talking about with like education as well like educating all genders within that is mm-hmm. so important I think also um like the language we use like I find myself I like slip sometimes and say like all oh, sanitary products and stuff like that to me to say for example mm-hmm. sanitary products but like the more that I think we're learning about like peer, like menstruation as a whole I guess and like mm-hmm. that progressive conversation but obviously, yeah, saying sanitary products has got so many bad yeah. undertones of suggesting We're all unsanitary. That... <laughs> We're gross. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It's just, and it's also like just really illogical of like, <laughs> yes. okay, so this pad, this pad is going to make me sanitary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it hasn't like made the blood disappear. Like it's just like, it's mm. this whole like bizarre concept that we need to like it's just also just projecting that opinion of like it needs to be hidden like we can't talk about it mm. like we should be ashamed of it like we need to clean it up straight away like it's all these like yeah just undertones of that um but it's, it's so easy to like slip with that I guess mm. and also it's when, when, um, up with it. Mm, yeah 100 percent. or like when you go into shops and it's like it will either say like sanitary products or feminine hygiene products, which mm. hygiene. Oh, not... I think that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, not only is that just like not and the feminine part, it. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just yeah, so bizarre. Of like, oh, I have to stay hygienic mm. during this time. It's like you're still just as hygienic. Very strange, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think there's a lot of like language stuff that maybe yeah, necessarily 
mm. needs to be improved on but I guess that comes with time and that comes time, with yeah. like and just accepting like I guess with like any any language mm. isn't it like um when you were talking to Ginny about mm. like ableist language and it's yeah. like you you can so easily like slip up on it can't you uh-huh. um and it doesn't mean you're necessarily like not a, a bad person or like for mm. example when we're talking about um periods of like oh it doesn't mean you're transphobic because you say yeah. women but it's just it's about yeah correcting like, yourself owning really. up to that. Mm. completely completely yeah that and happened yeah. to me yeah recently with so I did an interview with Day and in the uh, interview that they emailed me they used women with an x and I just presumed that was right instead of researching so obviously I posted what they'd said and um I got fully attacked but the funny thing is it's not by the people that messaged me who are from the trans community messaged me and they told me like why this is wrong they they or they don't need to educate me at all of course that's not their job yeah but they've messaged me and I kindly explained why it's um offensive but then the people that aren't from the trans community were the ones that were just hurling abuse at me rather than but yeah. we make mistakes I want to learn I'm trying to learn yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. gonna oh. I'm gonna get it wrong and okay yeah it's more damaging if you're a bigger account because you're sharing it to everybody but you know it's just like we all slip up and like even with the word vagina and vulva that's so ingrained in me mm. that I'll still say my vagina when I mean my vulva like it's just yeah 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 it's time as long as you're trying basically yeah yeah mm. completely or it's like everyone's learning mm-hmm. isn't it like that's that's the whole point but yeah I guess but I guess there's yeah certain specific to- certain specific topics mm. that are still like really slowly trickling into like mainstream conversations Mm -hmm. so I think and that's why there's this real like nowhere in the middle it's either like you know all like all your shit about it because Mm -hmm. you've been in this like world for a while or you're just Mm -hmm. entering it and it feels like there's no like room to yeah there's no room to slip up yeah (laughs) yeah not at all so yeah so I think yeah I feel like especially with like period conversations and period poverty especially that's like really really slowly trickling into mainstream um talk and especially with the um free periods campaign Mm -hmm. I think for like so many people in the UK that was their first Mm -hmm. of like period poverty as a whole and being like what's that even mean so yeah it's it's slowly getting there yeah (laughs) (laughs) what are your hopes for the future like what would your dream be like in five oh. years for everything to be like <laughs> oh my god I mean no pandemic <laughs> yeah yeah I do be able to go outside um, with friends <laughs> yeah yeah literally hug someone yeah um but yeah I think I mean like career-wise like I would my, I got asked this question recently actually hmm. and I was really thinking about it like art, my like dream art situation would be to mm-hmm. design some like actual like period product for like a company so obviously yeah. I did it when I did my degree but that was like a botched job really looking back <laughs> um, like I'd, and especially after doing the buff condoms thing it's like mm. oh wow like product design could be so um mm. like fascinating I guess you but, at it. <laughs> oh thank you but um anyways like I would, I would love for that to be financially viable um mm. like I love I love doing um the campaign I did like way back in my degree and I recently did a campaign with um bloody good period um that was like in like November time to campaign for universities like as a whole to provide Mm. free period products just during um COVID but it's like I'm doing that like all off my own back like I'm not getting paid Mm. like anything for them or like you know I mean like there's so Mm. much stuff that 
like within campaigning that yeah would be a make some money for it as well mm. but I'm only kind of doing it because I just really love it yeah um but yeah it's, yeah, it's difficult hey especially yeah with Instagram like the, the get, trying to get the balance mm. of getting your exposure and actually getting paid for your work can be tricky. yeah completely completely mm. yeah it's hard to like find I don't know I feel like it's a hard balance as well of like finding yourself worth but then also like especially as like a white like ableist person like I really mm-hmm. don't want to like take do you know what I mean? like it's I think it's a real struggle to like try and be like actually like no I do deserve like yeah. this but also being like no I need to step back and yeah. give this to a different person like I don't mm-hmm. deserve this space like there's a real I think yeah like I struggle with that I think mm. um trying to trying to yeah trying to be respectful but also be like no I deserve this space yeah. I, I should talk for a second but mm. yeah it's, it can be yeah, really <laughs> difficult <laughs> but um yeah yeah so we have some questions from Instagram followers we've got three um if I just run through them is that okay yeah fab okay so the first one is what can I do to help others with period poverty myself oh um yeah I mean I would say have a look um at your local charities and there's Mm -hmm. some great ones like just in general like bloody good periods um Mm -hmm. free periods freedom for girls which is leeds based um no more taboo which is bristol based um yeah there's so many charities like that I mean like depending on what your situation is if you're working if you're at school um I think it's really great sometimes to speak to like higher authority and say like Mm -hmm. oh what are you what by the way what are you doing to help prevent period poverty in this establishment I think that can be a really great way to really help your inside community um and also just to start like conversation that's a good way to start Mm. if you feel confident doing that obviously yeah definitely yeah and the second one is, what can you do if you can't afford period products? I'll let you finish. Sorry, can you repeat that? I think you cut. I think <laughs> oh, you cut. Did I? I did hear a bit of a. Z- um, <laughs> what can you do if you can't afford period products? I mean, again, <laughs> look at charities that can help you. Um, that help you, like no questions asked. Um, I mean, maybe try and speak to some people about it. Again, if you're in a like an establishment if you're at a Mm -hmm. school um if you're at a workplace it's Mm -hmm. um I mean at a workplace I guess it can be a lot more difficult because there's a different dynamic but um if you can't afford peer products and you're at school or or like at um any form of education they have a duty of care to take care of you so you are 100% within your right to um let them know that and they should help you Mm. (laughs) um I mean that I, unfortunately that might mean that they might not necessarily help you but um yeah but a lot of places will and if you speak to your teachers I mean most teachers are there to care for you and help just you just get on the radio um, go on the radio and slag them off tell yeah, them I go, want my period yeah. products <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> we can slag them off together yeah but um yeah it's, it's a definitely a tricky one um mm. but yeah either yeah speak speak to charities or speak to like the, your establishment that you're in yeah. I guess and um yeah and there's a lot of like communities as well like um like apart from charities but like your local council a lot of local councils have like period communities of like where they have Mm. drop-off points um specific food banks where like they specifically are providing like 
peer products where you might yeah. not need food, but you might need some peer products, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm pretty sure as well, some sexual health clinics do them as well. Um, mainly, mm, I think, that in would the make cities. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't search, be yeah, unfortunately. That makes Mm. Yeah. yeah question three <laughs> what made you start campaigning against period poverty like I well kind of um, answered but <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I guess I just yeah I felt unheard I guess is like what mm. like the main end goal of it was it was like I was I really like I've cared about this like campaign for literally like over mm. five years and I've like spoken about this constantly for five years so I think yeah when it got to the point where like it, I just I think it clicked to me that I was like I'm like the uni's just not going to do this anymore mm. because I didn't win this campaign I was like that just seems so shit yeah <laughs> like, so and that they, they just like forget about that forever now so I mm. think I was like you know what I'm done with like just letting them like yeah. just like and also when I was sending emails they were just literally passing the buck and I was like okay you guys are That's just being so a bit bad. shitty yeah so awful like yeah just crazy I think also because maybe it was because I I was like let me finish sorry again (laughs) when I when I ran the campaign for the Mm. um vice president you do that like halfway through your third year and basically the end goal of that is because you end up getting like a full-time job for a year Mm -hmm. working as like VP it's like a paid job oh really I didn't know that yeah yeah like most of those roles it's like you end up working for a year full-time doing it so it's quite Mm. a good way to like jump Mm. into like the job sector after graduating Mm -hmm. but it was um but I think that was also like a massive part of it because they were like she's leaving in like half a year if we just ignore her yeah (laughs) oh god six more months and she's gone (laughs) they seem to just be like they've been dicks through the whole pandemic as well like my sister with her like accommodation oh my god like oh so is she at UE as well um I don't know if she has been unis in gen- general but she's oh, at yeah, yeah. Bath's oh what am I on oh, about? Yeah, Bristol yeah. and Bath I thought they were the same place for some reason god I'm tired they're like around the corner yeah, yeah kind of. oh yeah because she goes <laughs> she sometimes goes um on a night out to Bristol when she when you're actually allowed outside um yeah but yeah no her accommodation I don't know who she has but they just sound like a nightmare but yeah. it's just mad when you pay that much money and like like you say like they just try and palm you off and for something that mm. literally happens to you every month for most of your life like I know yeah ugh. yeah it's awful or just um like they have the statistics you know what I mean like they know they have this information they know that mm. like x amount of students um can't pay their bills because mm-hmm. they know they know that because they <laughs> rent the they have the accommodations they know that like students aren't turning up to school like they Mm -hmm. do you know I mean there's so many factors as to why or like do you know I mean like they know that they're Mm -hmm. applying for financial hardships or um their student loans been in their overdraft and their student loan people Mm -hmm. are getting in touch with the uni do I mean there's so many factors of why they know that a student's struggling and they just literally like turn the other cheek like it'll be fine (laughs) You're yeah like, it's like with covid i don't think it's really affected their like income has it because they're just still people are still paying not at all <laughs> yeah they are still like making coin every day it's mm. yeah it is so awful my um i know someone who um graduated recently but she mm. got charged like 200 pounds for some library books she didn't return and it's like she didn't return them oh because there's a bloody pandemic like and it's just oh. it's just awful isn't it for them to be like oh yeah like sorry you know those books that you like forgot to mm. give us back so, oh yeah sorry I had to 
flee back to my parents' house. Yeah, daylight <laughs> robbery. God. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's enough slagging off the it's unis. True. I could do it for ages, even though I've never been. But um, <laughs> where can the listeners find you if they haven't heard of you already? Yes. So my, um, sorry, my my brain's like. <laughs> so my so my username is Daisy underscore Wakefield for mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter, and I also have a website which is DaisyWakefield.co.uk, and you can contact me on any of them amazing oh thank you so much for coming on oh, and yeah I've learned you. so much because I sometimes get you know confused with like, I think when they throw the word like you say when you throw the word poverty in I'm like oh what mm. exactly that means so no that's really helped. yeah mm. yeah thank 100 you. yeah it's definitely oh there's just so much like stigma around poverty isn't there so then mm-hmm. yeah like, oh yeah stigma. yeah <laughs> oh, double <well>. stigma <laughs> everybody make sure you leave Cheers. a review because I have none and thank you so much for coming on <laughs> Thank you. Until next time, guys.